Hello? Schmidt Talks? Spill it. Hello, guys. How are you? Back and better than ever with a new episode. Hi, guys. Um, if you're new here, my name is Hannah, and we talk some Schmidt on this podcast. Um, yeah, so today, actually, we're not talking so much Schmidt, but we're talking some real deep sort of talks. Um, Just because I think that the topic that we're discussing today is really important, especially for the younger population, um, as this is kind of more geared towards that population. So um, I'm going to say like probably ages 12 to Mm, like 24 maybe 25 I don't know there's no like right or wrong answer here when it comes to the age group that I'm trying to talk to today this goes for anyone listening Um, I'm just saying that this I feel is a topic that impacts the younger generation mostly Um, yeah so without further ado let's just I don't know. Let's just hop right into it. I've got a lot to cover today, and I'm interested to see people's, uh, you know, opinions on this. You know, I I feel like there's a lot of different sources and and um, related topics about the social media issue within the world. So there's a lot that can be said. Now, jumping right in here, uh. With anything, there's always negative and positive impacts of anything, right? So there's always going to be, you can always argue two sides to every story sort of thing. So while I was doing some research on social media amongst youth, um, I came across this article by Forbes and it actually really brought up some very interesting points that I didn't really look into before. I have come across those talking points uh, previously, but I haven't really dived in before. So what some of the professionals that were being interviewed in that article were saying was very eye-opening. And I feel like a lot of people maybe don't know much about the negatives and positives of social media today, which is what I wanted to share with you. Okay, so like I said before, there's always two sides to every story. You got the negatives and the positives. So how about we dive into the negatives first, sort of talk about what I've noticed, what other people have noticed, and sort of, I guess, the science behind it from professionals and then studies and whatnot, because it is actually really interesting. Social media. You got to love it. (laughs) Um, Sometimes you hate it. Sometimes you love it. It's a kind of a mixed feeling relationship. I mean, there's a lot to be said about social media. You know, sometimes I don't like it. Sometimes I love it. Mostly I love it um, just because I feel like I do use it in a healthy way. Um, You know, there's definitely times when I catch myself maybe not utilizing it in a healthy way. And I will admit that I'll be the first person to admit that. I feel like everyone's sort of used social media at some point in their lives in a way that they wish they didn't. Um, And if you're still working on that, that's what I'm wanting to help you with today is to give you some advice, I guess, about utilizing social media healthily and properly for your mental health and everything. 
um, we'll get that we'll get to that a little bit later on. But I, I guess first and foremost, I just want to talk about things that I've noticed amongst youth, but then also just people in general about how they negatively use social media and how it negatively impacts people. So first things first, I'm not going to say that this is the sole reason why body image and eating disorders are increased. I'm not saying that at all, but it definitely is um, probably one of the one of the main factors um, when it comes to heightened body image issues or um, which can then result into eating disorders. You know, there's been studies after studies that shows us social media can be linked to a higher risk for eating disorders. There's a lot of studies that have been completed on body image and and eating disorders um, relating to social media that reviews research about this. And I think that's I think that's a very interesting. Um, it's it's sad. I will say that I think that's obviously like it's very upsetting, but I'm not really surprised because I feel that a lot of the time when you see others on social media, whether that be the random people you see on your explore page or your friends, people that you follow, this can kind of lead to, again, depends on the person and the and how you feel overall, but this can lead to body dissatisfaction, anxiety, depression at times, and and lower self-esteem. I know that I've dealt with that in the past. I know, honestly, I feel like everyone in my life that I know has dealt with that in the past. Like, I don't know one person that hasn't felt like crap one day because of social media. And that is like, really sad and you're probably thinking that's so extra Hannah like that's probably not true but I'm I'm being dead serious when I say at least like everyone that I've come across in my life maybe or at least the people that I'm close to I've I've noticed this um and they full-on admitted it too and I'll admit it a hundred times over and over again that I have definitely been impacted by what I see on social media. I I really think that posting can really affect one's mood as well. There was a study published in 2018, actually, that found college-aged women um, who took and posted selfies and stories or, you know, whatever it is, um, they reported worse moods and felt less attractive. Interestingly, these negative outcomes occurred even when allowing um, these these women to retake and retouch their photos. So isn't that like, that's so interesting. Even though they had the ability to like edit it and do whatever they wanted with the with their photos, they still had a lot of anxiety posting these selfies of themselves and obviously I don't know these women I, I I don't know what their mindset was like but obviously there's you know they're probably going through some low self-esteem issues not feeling the most confident in their skin and we've all been there like I feel for them like I know exactly what that's like and it's, it's honestly that's upsetting to read to see that they were so anxious about posting them and like these pictures of themselves and it led to like negative thoughts and bad moods but the thing is is I mean that's kind of true like if you think about it 
For example, what if you posted a picture like of yourself, right? And you think that you like you post it because you like the picture. So, you know, you you feel confident going into it. And then what if it didn't get enough likes or not enough comments? And then you take that very personally. Like it's hard not to take that personally is what you're thinking. You're like, what the heck? Like, I like this picture, but it doesn't seem like it's doing too well on social media. What's wrong with me? Do I look bad? Is this a bad picture? And it's just like, it's so superficial sounding. However, I feel like a lot of people go through this. Um, Whenever they post a picture or a video, again, not obviously everyone, I'm not stereotyping every single person out there, nothing like that. But I'm just saying, you know, that does happen. That can happen quite a lot. People getting anxious before posting and then during the posting situation. Oh my gosh, this sounds like really first world issues, but it just goes to show that this has a huge impact on a lot of people. The fact that I can have a podcast episode solely based on social media. And mind you, this is like one aspect of social media too, which is self-esteem, um, mindset, like negatives and positives of social media on mental health. But there's so much more that we can talk about too. I eventually will. But I'm just saying like, isn't this crazy that this is just such a big part of our world and pictures and videos can really have a huge mood like that sounds so silly and ridiculous, but I mean, it's a thing. Oh my gosh. Okay. Another thing that I came across, guys, this is wild. Okay. So there was like, apparently there was a study that showed that there was an increased desire for cosmetic surgery because of social media. Like what? I, I don't get it. And apparently the study that was done, it it was like a lot of the younger women that felt like they needed to get cosmetic surgery solely based on them seeing, um, either an ad or just like a random model or somewhere or someone on their explore page that had like cosmetic surgery done. And that impacted them so much that they felt like they needed to do it. Not And even before, like seeing that picture of the video of the model, for example, even before then, they didn't have that idea to get any sort of cosmetic surgery done. Like that was their least concern. But then seeing it in front of their eyes as they're scrolling through social media and then analyzing themselves afterwards in the mirror and thinking, oh, you know what? I should probably get that done, too. It's just crazy. Like, it just goes to show how much of an impact visuals can have on one's self esteem and one's thoughts. Like, it's just crazy. Like, you can go from zero to 100 real quick. Like, your whole, your whole thought process can change in a snap of a finger, which is wild to me. But I mean, again, makes sense. Been there. Um, you know, like, this is so funny, but I would come across these girls with these perfect noses. Okay. Like this is so silly to talk about. So embarrassing, but someone that would um, be considered having a perfect nose. And then of course, afterwards (laughs) I go and look in the mirror and I'm like, "Mm, maybe I should get (laughs) something done. Like I haven't, um, I won't. I just that was just a silly thought of mine. But I I mean, a lot of us have probably been there anyway. Just 
really stupid tangent there really quickly, but it's really silly. Um, it can just, seeing certain things on social media can really impact your mood for sure. Again, I feel really superficial talking about this, but it has to be said. I don't know. I ha- I have to say this stuff. Like no one else is going to say it. So might as well be me. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. So another thing. While we're on the topic of like people looking great and having great noses and great bodies and whatever. Okay. So the whole idea is to look your best on social media. Like a lot of people would refer to it as a highlight reel Um, because obviously, you know, you're going to post pictures that you feel confident in, that you think you look good in, and you definitely do look good in. The thing is, is yeah, it's a highlight reel. Um, And what a lot of people do recognize is that there is such a thing as Photoshop and editing tools and self-manipulation on these editing tools. So you can do a whole lot, like even with the most basic app, like honestly, the most basic app, you can still do quite a lot. Like, I mean, props to these apps for offering these services. I don't know. I think it's like pretty incredible that they came up with this in the first place. I have no idea how. I think it's very interesting though. Like it's not even just Photoshop anymore that people use. Like there's thousands of apps that you can download to, you know, edit whatever the heck you want. It's just, it's crazy. So that alone impacts the mind quite a lot. And um, just another random side note I, I want to add here really quickly. I've noticed on TikTok, there's a lot of girls showing themselves before and after them editing themselves. So, you know, there's like this trend going on uh, where you see like the caption is proof that social media is fake. And then these girls show a very edited picture versus the actual like what they look like. And it's insane. Like it's it's just insane what you can do with these apps like you completely can change anything you like they make themselves look like completely different people like they no way they look like themselves it's just crazy oh my gosh like I just it's crazy and I mean everyone like of course you can edit your pictures however you want people do edit their pictures in general but there's one thing to like edit it naturally and then another where you don't look like yourself at the end it's just it's wild um to see that and I think that trend is so interesting like I I just and because I watched like two of those videos they keep popping up on my for you page so it just keep coming up but anyway I just think they're it's it's fascinating actually um but I I really you know, I think it's cool that they're doing that, that that's a trend because no one's afraid to talk about that and to show that social media a lot of the time is fake. So everyone I feel needs to keep that in mind when they're scrolling through, you know, that's, that needs to be a reminder there because, you know, not everyone's life looks amazing, like how it's portrayed on social media. We have to remember that too. Like people are going through a hell of a lot right now. You know, you have no idea what people are going through. Yeah, of course their Instagram page can look amazing. Looks like they're having a blast all the time on TikTok. On Facebook, they post lots of pictures with their friends, but in the end, do you really know them? Do you really know what they're going through? You have no idea. 
again, going back to the whole highlight reel situation that I feel is very true. Um, You're posting things that make you feel good, that make you feel confident and boost your self-esteem. So of course it's going to, you know, it's going to look all fine and dandy and great, but I don't know. That's not always the case. And everyone has to be reminded of that. So next time you're scrolling through your socials, keep that in mind because no one's life is perfect. Just going back to this whole editing thing, um, I, I feel that the whole manipulation of Instagram posts or like just posts in general has a very negative impact on adolescent girls, right? Because they're seeing these beautiful done up females or males and you know they're thinking why don't I look like that like I should look like that um and I'm so sorry actually this goes for boys too like adolescent boys and girls um this definitely goes both ways so they're thinking you know why don't I look like that should I look like that and you know they're comparing themselves to these people that have gotten their photos or videos professionally edited right And I feel that exposure to these manipulated photos can result in a decrease in one's own body image. And that's very believable. And I totally agree to that. (laughs) I, I definitely agree with that study for sure. Like I said, there's a lot to talk about when it comes to you know the the negative impacts I guess of social media um but we also have to remember that there are positives too and we can't forget about the positives as well this isn't some one-sided topic there's definitely like I said at the beginning two sides to every story and you can definitely argue um multiple different standpoints I I would like to talk about the positives as well not just the negatives like social media just enables you to do a whole lot and because of social media we are able to come across all these different platforms and information and knowledge and people it's just it's incredible um you know, you're able to communicate and stay up to date with family and friends that are across the world and not to mention news, you know, across the world. Um, you can find new friends, you know, there's dating apps and then there's friend apps even. You're able to join and promote worthwhile causes and raise awareness about certain issues. You can join groups, anxiety groups, depression groups quite easily. Um, you're able to find those resources on social media and on the internet in general. You're able to discover and learn new things. Like there's a lot of informational videos and posts out there and it's so interesting that just with like a few clicks you can find that and then mostly I find one of the best things about social media as well is that you it's an outlet for creativity and self-expression and you know there's people that can definitely struggle with that um, doing that by themselves and perhaps doing it virtually or digitally is a lot easier for them than doing it in person. I don't know if that really makes any sense, but there's a lot of different digital uh, creative aspects to consider, right? Like podcasts or writing digital books or for digital online magazines, 
I mean, those are a few examples. There's so many more. I honestly like, I can't even think there's, (laughs) I'm missing a whole bunch, but you get the picture. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of positives as well that we need to keep in mind. And I'm not even naming all of them. So yeah, just to balance out the negatives and the positives, because I just think they're both important to talk about. I'm very grateful for social media because I'm able to connect with family that is far away from me. Or right now during the pandemic, um, I haven't been able to really see my friends uh, lately and I'm able to stay connected with them and they can show me things over media and, and, and share me things. And same with my sisters and other family members and other people in my life, you know, work as well. It's just honestly... Right now, it's it's really been helping me out. I wouldn't say it's been impacting me in a negative way. Other people can definitely say the opposite. Maybe it's really impacting them and they need a break from it or, you know, people are u- utilizing it to the best that they can that helps them mentally. So, yeah, it's there's definitely two sides, um, maybe even more. Maybe I'm not even explaining there's definitely maybe more angles as well, but I just wanted to take the ma- the most basic route and just explain what I've noticed and, you know, what studies have conjured up as well. But the thing is, okay, so as much as we all love social media, there are signs to look out for when social media is kind of running your life and that's not what you want. Using these platforms in a balanced way is great. But when it's running your life, then that's not so great. And you should probably make some changes. So these are a few signs I think that people should look out for. Yeah, I just, I I think that if any of these kind of apply to you, maybe you should just take a step back from your phone, from your laptop or iPad or whatever it is that you have. Take a step back and think, okay, maybe I should take a little bit of a break because the last thing you want is literally like digital platforms to be running your life. Like that's not, no, you're in charge of your own life, not technology. So signs to look out for. If you're spending more time on social media than you are with your actual friends and family, take a break. If you're constantly comparing yourselves to others on platforms, take a break. If you're distracted all the time by being on your phone or laptop, take a break. If you're not getting things done that you need to complete, but you're so focused on technology and social media, take a break. If you are constantly feeling tired or anxious or depressed, take a break. Because I'll add here really quickly, screens don't help. Um, when you're in in an anxious mood or a a depressed state, or if you're tired, like honestly, there's a lot of studies that it can really affect people's sleeping schedules. You know, if you're on a screen right before bedtime, you're a bit more wired and it doesn't help with your sleeping schedule. I've certainly noticed that. And in turn, if you're not getting enough sleep, this can heighten your anxiety. And then also it can sometimes lead to depression as well. But there's so many different avenues here too, right? Like, you know, social media alone can make someone anxious or depressed. There's just, 
there's just different ways that this can impact someone's mood, right? Uh, Like we discussed at the beginning, if you notice that any of these kinds of things are happening and, and you feel a bit less like yourself lately, I, I would say just take a step back and sort of take a look at what's going on in your life, you know, whether that be outside factors or if it is to do with technology or social media, whatever it may be, maybe try to diminish the use or just step away from your phone a few times a day. And that's actually what I'm going to lead into right now to be able to use our devices in a healthy way that that helps you to maintain a healthy mind and body. I would say take these uh, these steps into consideration that I'm going to mention. So be more mindful um, of your social media use because that way there can be beneficial results on your mood and on your focus. Some people try not to be on their phones throughout the whole day. I mean, good for them if you're able to do that. There's no way that I'd be able to do that. Even if it's 30 minutes or an hour or something like that a day where you're not on your device, that's a great place to start, honestly, like perfect place to start. So I recommend that. Um, Just make sure that you set a realistic target, uh, not something where you're all of a sudden going from six hours on your device to none at all. Like I don't think people can necessarily do that. I'm not sure unless you're extremely blunt and motivated like that. I, I don't know. But just set a realistic expectation and then follow through with that. You know, we can all benefit from reducing the amount of time we spend on social media. So I highly recommend that. Also, we all need that face-to-face interaction with others to be happy and healthy. Just only talking to people over the phone, that can get real boring real fast. And if the pandemic hasn't taught us that, then I don't know what will. Social media is just, it it is a great tool for facilitating real life connections, but you know what's better? Person to person contact. Like I, I don't know about you, but for me and my boyfriend, let's just say we didn't see each other in a week or something. Um, you know, we text every day and whatnot. However, I just, I get so sick of texting and messaging. Like I, there's a point where I just want to be with him in person. And this goes for my friends as well, or family. Like I, I get so bored and just frustrated with constantly messaging. I just want to be there face to face. Like it's just a completely different feeling. Obviously the, the physical interaction, but just being able to hear and see that person right in front of you is just a whole other a whole other feeling and it's amazing. So uh, remember that if you've been relying on virtual connections to replace real life friendships in your life, there are plenty of ways to build meaningful connections without relying on social media. And take that into account. I know a lot of us aren't able to see the people um, that we want to right now, but even if you're if you're able to see them from a distance, like drive to their house and just see them from a distance, give them a bit of a wave and talk from afar, you know, that's even that's sometimes that's a lot more beneficial than doing a FaceTime or Zoom. So I it, I guess it really depends like on your situation, but 
I find that can really help. Also, take time for some self-reflection. Now, I, I... gosh, I feel like I've mentioned journaling in the past like three episodes, but what a great outlet is for this is keeping a gratitude journal um, or using a gratitude app. There's a lot out there and this way you can keep track of all the great memories and ideas and blessings and positives in your life. And you can even vent about all your negative things in your life in this app or in this journal to express your yourself in a healthy way. Again, on the same topic, practice mindfulness. I get it. We we can all experience FOMO and we can all compare ourselves unfavorably to others on social media. Um, But if you keep dwelling on these disappointments and on these negatives, it's going to make you feel a whole lot crappier and a lot more frustrated and moody and down in person. So instead of fully focusing on the what ifs and if onlys that prevent you from having a like a very fulfilling life, practice mindfulness. It can really help. You can learn to live more in the present moment and lessen the impact of, you know, the fear of missing out. And overall, it just helps your your mental well-being. So, yeah, just just practice that. Again, you can write this down in a journal or there's definitely millions of apps out there too. Whatever whatever fits you, whatever fits your lifestyle. Also, another great thing I think is good for you and somebody else is to help out others that you see who are struggling with an addiction to social media. You know, it always feels good to help out others. And if you're noticing your little siblings, your older siblings, other family members, friends, acquaintances in your life, uh, you know, work colleagues. If you're noticing people become way too attached to their devices or, or is subtly sort of developing an addiction to social media, step in and because you care about those people and you don't want them to completely revolve themselves around devices. That's not what the point is. That's not why we were given technology in the first place. It's a tool to help us out. Yes, but we shouldn't be solely relying on it or focusing on it. We shouldn't be revolved around social media or phones. That's that's not what life's meant to be. That's not what we've been placed on this earth for. You know, we need to make sure that we do the best that we can to lead a fulfilled life and to make ourselves feel good. And I'm still working on that myself right now, but saying all this out loud and being able to admit this to whoever's listening is a good feeling. And, you know, I've got a lot more work to do myself and I know that there's other people too that, um, need to work on themselves, but it feels really good to be able to talk about it and admit that. And it was just, yeah, it's, it's interesting how much and how far we've come with social media and technology. There's so much more that we don't know about that's going to come our way. A lot more advancements and tools, which, which is going to be very interesting and exciting. Interesting though. (laughs) I don't know what to expect, but right now, just I, I think overall, focusing on yourself and your happiness is the most crucial thing. Uh, especially in the time that we're living in. Get out of that social media funk. If you're in that funk, if if it's completely running your life and you're noticing these negative impacts, 
you know, make a change. Figure out what you can do to diminish that use and to, you know, use time like downtime instead of scrolling through social media. Use that downtime to do something productive and something mentally or physically good for you. Just wanted to say that last piece right there. I'm going to finish off today's episode with a quote uh, from Maya Angelou. And here it is. What you're supposed to do when you don't like a thing is change it. If you can't change it, change the way you think about it. Don't complain. And that is all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave you with that quote. Um, But if you have any questions, comments, concerns about this topic or about any other topics I've covered, or if you have suggestions about um, upcoming podcast episodes, please let me know. I'm more than happy to hear some recommendations or suggestions. I will leave you guys here and stay happy and healthy. And I will catch you in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening.